105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmortis with the second course of the Food Show, our program of pleasure. And that's what we're here for, to talk about the, the good things in life, of which we have an inordinate proportion here in New Orleans. And we'd love to talk with you about uh, the, the restaurants you've been to that have been really good, the dish that you cooked at home with... Uh, you know, I went to a party over the weekend, over the last weekend. I went to a, a place where if they wanted to, they could have you know, called a catering outfit and come in and just put in a big, big, rich uh, buffet of some kind. But uh, what he does is that he saves everything left over from his um, Thanksgiving turkey, and he makes a turkey gumbo that is the centerpiece of everything he serves at the party every year. And it's really good, and he gave me a tip that I'm going to try next time. He said, you take the turkey, especially if you have a lot of leftover turkey, as a lot of people do, there's no reason why you shouldn't have a lot of turkey because turkey is so cheap that you can just, you know, cook uh, all you want to need and save all the maybe funny-looking parts to make a really great gumbo later. And he certainly did that, and I was happy to be there, and a lot of people I, I didn't know, but one of having long, great conversations with them. That's what uh, parties like that are, are for. I think it would be great if we had a renaissance of people calling their friends and saying, hey, we're having, you know, uh, you know, 15 people over and we're going to cook some of this and some of that. And I've got these bottles of wine I think I'm thinking about ordering or opening. We don't do enough of that, in my opinion. This is the time of year where you have a good excuse to call all of your friends that you haven't seen for a long time and say, hey, why don't we just get together for dinner and just catch up? And there's uh, this, uh, not, not nearly enough of that, in my opinion. Let's see. What do we want to talk about this hour? Boy, that was, that was some uh, interesting stuff about those, uh, those two ladies with their two books that do the same thing but about different subjects. Interesting. 260-6368. We're still on the old phone, right? Old phone number. Oh, uh, tomorrow we will have a somewhat irregular show. Uh, it'll be the same old show uh, for the most part in terms of what we will cover. Uh, I hardly know that myself. But the program itself will come to you, although you would never know this unless I told you, uh, from the new Drago's restaurant in Lafayette. They're opening, or as a matter of fact, it is open in Lafayette. And I was talking to Tommy Satanovich, who's the, you know, with his mother, who owns the place. And uh, we were talking about maybe doing an Eat Club dinner in Lafayette. And it's a good idea, except for the fact that, A, not a whole, whole lot of people who live in Lafayette hear my program, although a fairly good number of them do. Uh, and uh, also to try to work the rest of my life around doing driving to uh, Lafayette in the middle of the day and doing the program and then coming home. Actually, we're going to do a, a kind of a funny eat club dinner over there. You can join us if you want. They're doing a $75 dinner. Uh, lobster is at the uh, part of it, but then all those uh, great appetizers they do over at Drago's, that's there too. They asked me to do it, and I can't tell Drago's no because I can't help but thinking. Every time I think about Drago's, I think about what they did after the hurricane. They um, were one of the first restaurants to get back open again in measurable in days is, is 
uh, all it took them to get going. For a lot of restaurants, it was years before they were back. Uh, anyway, we uh, we will be uh, over there, and uh, <clears throat> uh, we will see what they're doing in Lafayette. There's a seafood restaurant opening in uh, in Lafayette where they have a lot of seafood and all that Cajun cooking, too. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Tomorrow, uh, tune in, a regular show. Otherwise, we'll be, be over there, and I'll tell you what I find because uh, we're going to have a couple other restaurants. Steve is on the uh, green phone. Steve, welcome. You started to tell us about your hit for the turkey gumbo, and then you wandered off. I told you. It? What you do is you've got all these funny parts of the turkey, all the skin and all of the, you know, the, the, the uh, wing tips and all of that. And, you, and what he told me is that he put this into a pot and cooked it down to where he didn't even have a roux in it, but it, it was very thick and very, um, very uh, hugely full of flavor. Okay. And I'm going to try doing that next time. This is for the not for the turkey itself, but for the gumbo you will make out of the leftover turkey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it did to me too. So I'm next. Now, who time, was this? Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, it was a private party. Uh, so I f- always feel uncomfortable uh, putting somebody's name unless I've checked it with them first. You know, privacy. Oh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, well, yeah, uh, nice sounds guy. Like, sounds like an interesting uh, idea. I will use it. Good. And let me know how it came out. I'll do it. Thanks All a lot. Right, see you. It's Bye-bye. the Food Show. 260-6368 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you about uh, where you've been eating lately. Uh, I've been catching up with all of my diary stuff on the on the website, and we've, we've well, last night my wife and uh, called up, or I called her actually, but she said, "Oh, let me tell you where we're going today." Oh, uh, I was happy to hear about it. It's a uh, a restaurant whose name I ought to do this ahead of time so I don't so I don't look as quite as stupid as I do at this moment. Uh, we it's a new French restaurant. It starts off its name with S-T-A, and I think it ends in V-E-N-T. <laughs> Stavant, there's, there's something missing there. It is a, obviously, as you can guess from the name, it's a French restaurant. It's uh, on Magazine Street, uh, across the street from the, uh, the that uh, little open-air pattern uh, um Opening right across the street from uh, from there. What's the name? Ah, I can't think of the name of that that little uh, plaza that's over there. Anyway, uh, between I want to say between Gravier and Common, or right around there, anyhow. And uh, great looking uh, dining room. Uh, I kept asking what what was this before? Because I I used to live and work in that neighborhood uh, back when, and I was wondering. You know, what was this? Is, was this the old, um, there was a Mexican, excuse me, a, uh, a uh, Cuban restaurant that was there for a long time. Uh, there was also an art store that everybody in the art uh, trade would al- always go in there and buy all kinds of stuff. And uh, also there was a big printing company called, uh, that, that was hooked up with, the, uh, with Huey Long and managed to do all of the printing for the state as a result of that. Uh, and uh, anyway, it turns out that the space that the restaurant is in was just a warehouse and just had nothing in it of note, which surprised the daylights out of me. 
But uh, the menu is very French. Uh, parts of it were, I thought, right on the money. P other parts of it made me say, okay, they need to work on this a little bit here and there. For example, they did a, uh, a consomme. That's what they called it. A consomme is uh, you start off, you make a, be a beef stock, and you do that with, uh, with the bones that you have roasted in the oven, and j you just let it pick up all that flavor. And then uh, you... Um, you 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 uh, l let the all the fats solidify. You take pretty much all the fat out of it completely. But the soup that you have left at, after the last touches that you make on this, and it's a complex dish that chefs actually uh, put on their resume that this is something that they know how to cook because it is not easy to do. I have a very good recipe for it though. Uh, I'm going to put it in the newsletter in the next couple of days. If you, if consomme, when's the last time you had a consomme? I bet you it's been a while. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to tell you if you were looking for one. I don't think there's a restaurant in town that has it routinely on the menu. But it is a, a great flavor. It's uh, trans, translucent at the very least. It's pretty much transparent, too, and uh, has a great taste. It's wonderful to eat during the wintertime. And uh, chefs will put this if they really do know how to do it. I remember when I was tested to become a member of the International Wine and Food uh, Organization, uh, that was one of the questions on their test. Uh, and I knew the answer to that, and so they let me in. So it's a, anyway, it's a good recipe. It's actually Chef Andrea's recipe. Speaking of, he's, he's, uh, we're going to be hearing from him today, aren't we? Probably pretty soon. Anyway, uh, he's a classically trained chef uh, from Europe, so he knows uh, all that kind of thing. Uh, so uh, we went to the Sauvant. That's the name, S-A-U-V-E-N-T. And it's on uh, Magazine Street. And I like the way the lo place looks. It's been open for about six months, maybe a little more than that. And a uh, little, little polishing here and there, and they, they might really have something. But, but it was very pleasant anyway. We had a great time. Uh, all right. It's the Food Show. Our program today is sponsored by Porter and Luke. Porter and Luke is a, a neighborhood restaurant with a lot of regular customers. If you go there between, what is it, 3 and 6, I think, uh, every night of the week they have something different. For example, on Wednesdays they have uh, all wines all throughout the restaurant are half price, half price by the bottle. They also... Um, have uh, half price on drinks in the bar, and I, maybe at the table too. I'm not sure. There's little, always rules about uh, things like that that are hard to figure sometimes, but uh, it's reasonable enough. And uh, the the thing that interests me most, though, is there are certain dishes that they prepare over there that are so elegant that they don't really seem to fit into a restaurant that is quite as home style as Porter and Luke is. They get in uh, some really beautiful fish very often. They do some very good Italian dishes there. Some of them require a lot of work, too. And yet the prices stay down at a very affordable level. And if at this time in the holiday season, you still would like to put together a meeting of all the people you work with, you know, like let's say you have your own business and you want to have a party, 
uh, to celebrate the last year or whatever. Or if you have uh, just want to get family together, uh, they have private dining rooms over there uh, that are available to you. Uh, I'd get right on that because I bet you they're booked out for most of the time, but you never know. It's always uh, worthwhile to ask because restaurants always have cancellations, and you can always get a spot, just about always. Anyway, Porter and Luke, they are at 1517 Metairie Road. That's uh, Harry's Ace Hardware right next door to them and a bunch of other things in that mall. But look for the blue neon sign in front that says Porter and Luke's. That's your place right there, Porter and Luke. Boop, 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 260 260-6368. Sometimes I wonder whether the time is near when we will take the final caller of our program. The first person to call in, uh, the last person to call in, rather, and uh, that would be the last uh, time we would have phone calls, and then the rest, but uh, we would replace it with just me talking and uh, guests talking. I don't know why. Every, nobody seems to want to talk on the radio anymore. It used to be a wildly popular thing to do. Now it isn't. Uh, well, oh, I'm still welcoming your call because we haven't done anything on that subject. And we'd love to hear from you about uh, what's been cooking in your house or what you've been going to restaurants for. Have you been to this uh, Sauvant restaurant, S-A-U-V-A-N-V-E-N-T, French restaurant on Magazine Street, uh, about a half a block into town from the Bonton? It's easy enough to find this. That used to be and seems to be becoming again a, uh, a new restaurant neighborhood. So we're getting some more... Uh, around there. Anything to report? Any places you've been that are good? I uh, have started my annual listing of all of the Revion dinners that are out there. Today, yesterday I started with Antoine's just because they stuck. If you were to make a list of all the restaurants in town, Antoine's would be near the top of it, just alphabetically. So um, I just respect that. And then today, uh, it's the, the, the restaurant that is, has been in the Revion since as far back as I can remember. And what they do, uh, they do for a very affordable price. It's the uh, Gumbo Shop on St. Peter Street. And uh, it is a five-course dinner, and then they give you a little lanyap on top of that. They give you uh, uh, some, uh, some creme, uh, not creme brulee. Um, it's a... Uh, where they flame the coffee. What's, what's it's a, I'm drawing a blank on what the name of that is. But they give it to you as part of the deal. And the price is only $36 for a five-course dinner. The only problem is they are busy. They always seem to be packed. They open up at 11 in the morning, which is probably the best time to catch it. Uh, but the gumbo shop, I always thought that's the best name for a New Orleans restaurant I ever heard. The barbecue uh, I mean, did I just say barbecue? The uh, the name of the restaurant, again. Uh, anyway, uh, if you haven't been to the gumbo shop in a long time, uh, you will either be delighted or amazed uh, by the fact that it's pretty much not changed ever. In fact, their Revion menu has hardly ever changed very much, uh, if at all. And everybody kind of gets to loving whatever it is that they get when they go there. You have a, a fair number of choices. There's a duck. Uh, there is a, uh, I think there's a beef dish in there somewhere. Uh, and then 
Of course, you have a pick of gumbos at the beginning. They make three different kinds routinely. This is all of that uh, going on uh, over there at the uh, 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 the, the guys who uh, to run the gumbo shop. Anyway, uh, in my uh, newsletter, nomenu.com, if you go over there, you will, you will find that every day from now until uh, the Revion ends, I will be reviewing uh, one of the better restaurants out there. I'm starting with the obvious ones and then kind of working my way up to the ones you might not think about. Uh, but it's, it, you get this by going to nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com, nomenu.com, and that's where it is. And uh, then you'll learn everything you want to know about uh, all of these Revions. In case you are not aware <clears throat> or have never quite understood, what is this Revion? How do you even, even spell that? It's a French word, R-E-V-E-I-L-L-O-N. Revion, it means an awakening. And the reason is that traditionally going back like a couple of centuries, they... Uh, here in New Orleans, a mostly Catholic town through most of its history, uh, they followed the church rules about what you could do at midnight mass. You, if you were going to go to communion on, on uh, Christmas midnight mass, you had to fast from the previous day. It was something that would make some people faint during the church services. Uh, but th that toned down in a while, and then the, the whole thing of the Revion disappeared. Well, what had happened was you would, uh, after the Mass, you would go to, uh, you would go to the, um, the home of usually a, a relative of yours, and he would have a big, uh, big buffet put up. It was almost like, a, I'm told by an old-timer who told me this a bunch of years ago, that it was almost like a Sunday brunch. And everybody would eat till about 2, 3 in the morning, and then you'd go back to, go back to your house and go to bed. And uh, when the rules of the church changed about the, all that fasting, uh, the Revion disappeared too. But it was brought back about 25 years ago by uh, the French Quarter Festival organization. And uh, it was wildly uh, uh, successful. And it continues to be that way. I tell you what, if you go through the... Um, if you go through the carnival season, I'm sorry, the uh, March, that's, it's not either one of those. It's uh, if you are in the holiday season and you don't go to Revion dinners, you're really missing something. It's, uh, the Revions are just terrific. And uh, the, they're, in addition to having special menus that involve a lot of holiday-tuned things, the price of the meal tends to be in the, in the 40s for a four-course dinner. There are some that are higher. There are a few that are much higher, like Commanders. I haven't looked at theirs yet, but uh, for the last several years, they've been running theirs for about $100. But they put quite a dinner on you for that price. That's, uh, it goes on not just Christmas Day. As a matter of fact, a lot of them don't do Christmas Day. You, you get the entire month of, of uh, December to do as much damage in the Revions uh, as you could possibly want. I'd like to go to a bunch more than I do, but I can only do one meal a day and barely. 260-6368. Somebody call us. We need somebody to talk to. 260-6368. Tomorrow, uh, 
normal program, but we're going to come to you from Lafayette, where I will be taking my first look over at the, uh, the new restaurant that Drago's opened up over there. And uh, they asked me if I wouldn't mind doing that, and they're nice, nice people and, 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 and friends, too. So uh, I said, sure, why not? What the heck? Then it got complicated, but it's okay. Everything will be fine. 260-6368, 260-6368. Somebody, uh, somebody buzz us. Hey, uh, let's see. Have we checked our, our food almanac for today? I'm not sure if we have or not. I'm going to take a look, and you know, I think here it is. Let's see. Today is, uh, I'm almost there. Oh, what happened? Oh, I think I need to recharge the sucker. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, Today, in the food world, uh, it's shepherd's pie day. Now there's something. When's the last time you had that? Shepherd's pie uh, it's, it's a very British kind of thing to do, and they have two variations on it. One of, one of them they call cottage pie. And I'll tell you, for the life of me, I can't tell the difference between the two. But it's layers of ground beef, mashed potatoes, and cheese. It has roots in Greece and in the Balkans. In that part of the world, you're always finding these layered-out dishes with meats in between the starches. And uh, it's very popular wherever it turns up. And here in America, shepherd's pie is, I guess, the closest thing, except for maybe lasagna. Lasagna is kind of the same idea, layers. But anyway, uh, shepherd's pie, uh, it's a regular dish in school cafeterias. I bet you when you say those words, uh, shepherd's pie, that's the first thing that comes to your mind is eating in the cafeteria in the school you went to. And probably the second thing was, you either liked it or you hated it. There was no in-between. You never know who's going to show up on the program. And uh, we'd love to hear from you, though. You know what I was thinking uh, on my way in today about something we could bring up and, and play around with is this. I'll tell you what, what uh, focused it. Uh, the people at uh, a cousin salad dressing uh, locally produced and all fresh and a really great product produced by two very nice young people. Uh, they were young when they started anyway. It's been a while. Uh, they've had very great success. It's, it's a local product, but it's uh, gone all over the country. So uh, there they are. And they sent me a list. They said, you know, would you mind talking about this uh, as it relates uh, the coming holidays when you have people coming over to your house all the time, we made a whole a list of a whole bunch of different things you can do with the various salad dressings. They make four of them. One of them's uh, made with blue cheese. One of them is um, a very interesting combination of herbs and olive oil. Uh, they do one that's made with tomatoes that is really unique. And then finally, they have a, a salsa. And they, say, and they had this long list of, of different dips and, and spreads that you could put out during a party and have really uh, – everybody would be knocking one another over to, to eat the stuff. And with, uh, with good reason in a lot of ways. In fact, uh, I was just going through the list. One of them that caught my attention was you know, a vegetable platter 
that's that's nothing much. But if you put something like that uh, tomato-based uh, dressing that they have, uh, I think it would you know the flavors would explode about from just about anything you put in there. Anyway, uh, my question of you is, do you have any uh, dips or? And I know everybody's got a dip, but uh, <clears throat> if you uh, have a, a dip or a spread or something that you like to uh, serve at a party or when when you go to somebody else's party, you always see it and wonder, gee, how did they make that? Oftentimes they have what I call a culinary man on base. This is when you have something uh, that is kind of complicated to make if you were to make it from scratch. But if you were to take one of the ingredients which you could certainly do with those, those salad dressings. Uh, you could wind up with something really good that uh, you didn't have to do a whole lot of work on. But anyway, uh, when you when you make dips or or spreads at home, oh, anything you can share with us? We're always looking for recipes around here, and we have plenty of time to do it. So uh, give us a call uh, if there's something you make. Uh, you make. My wife gave me one uh, just today. I didn't have time to put it in the newsletter today, but I'm going to do it tomorrow. It's a, it's a mushroom dip that it was not like anything I've ever seen before. So we'll see what we come up with today or tomorrow, whenever you want. You can talk about anything you want on the subject of eating food uh, anytime you want around here. If you have been to any place good lately, please don't get the idea that you shouldn't tell anybody else about it because then the place will get packed and you won't be able to go there anymore because it's too busy. Uh, the truth is that if you don't uh, talk about it, maybe a lot of people who might really be looking for a restaurant like that would not know about it. And as a result, the restaurant maybe doesn't do as much food, as, uh, as much uh, business as it is really built to do. And then the next thing you know, it goes out of business. So if you keep a restaurant a secret, especially if it's one that you just really love, a restaurant you really love, you are really doing them a disservice. And believe it, the restaurant owner would be very pleased to know that you're touting his restaurant. Don't lie about it, of course, but, you know, let's get the word out. That's what this whole program is all about. Uh, I'm just going to, in passing, mention Revion. If you're thinking about going out, especially if it's to celebrate something, if it's just, hey, we're here we are and we, we still are functioning, the Revion can't be beat. And here's where the, the main core of information is. If you go to fqfi.org and you go to Christmas in New Orleans, I think that's Creole Christmas or something like that, and uh, you go there first, and then they have all the food. You just, you just click the thing that says food and wine, and you'll see all the different menus that are out there. By I bought 60-something restaurants are doing this. It is just great. It's a fantastic bargain, and you will get some dishes that you have never seen before or tasted before. Uh, so that's the Revion. And Walter is over here on the green phone. Walter, Welcome. Oh, thank you, Tom. Thank you. I'm talking about restaurants, and I just there's a little Chinese place right across from uh, Cane's by Lowe's and Covington. Uh, uh, I can never Kays remember the name of it. Lo uh, wait a minute. It's a what kind of restaurant is it again? Chinese, you say? It's a Chinese, yeah, a little Chinese place. And it's, it's on, tell it, tell me the location again. It's right across from Cane's. 
Cain's chicken fingers. There are a couple of those, aren't they? Or, or, no, there's no, just, just one. one by Lowe's in Covington. There's one in Mandeville. Lowe's, Lowe's, yeah. Uh, I'm not aware of it. What's the name of it? Oh, I can never remember. It's Chinese, <laughs> Chinese something, golden Chinese. Who knows? I don't know. They all sound the same to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I, I don't. I, it doesn't ring a bell with me at all. And I, I pass right in front of that intersection every single day, usually more than once. It's set I'll, I'll off keep the my main eye. road a little bit. Yeah? Uh-huh. Uh, there was a Mexican place there a couple of yeah. years ago, and it closed down, and the Chinese place moved into it. Hmm. Anyway, it's a really good place. Oh, good. Well, I, I'll give it a try. If I can figure out where and who it is. Uh, it's sooner it's or Maybe somebody Drive. listening to us uh, will know the answer to that. The, you know Crestwood Drive? That's the one that runs down the left side of Lowe's. You would have to turn mm. onto Crestwood and then make like a real quick u-turn and it's behind the bank so it is kind of hidden but i'm telling you oh, really yeah, I, no, I, now now i know the place you're talking about because that used to be a mexican restaurant right right yeah yeah it's right on the corner of that little strip mall but i hadn't uh, i didn't know there was a restaurant in there now well so yeah, i'll go it's, check it's, it out it's good it's uh, i won't put it up as uh as high as uh the one in mandeville but it's a very good place. Yeah. Okay. I, I will take a look. Uh, thanks for that tip. No problem. Yeah. Nice hearing from you. See ya. It's the food show. Now you see, if he had kept that a secret, you wouldn't know about it and I wouldn't know about it. But uh, but he did. Now it's uh, the, the word is out, and maybe that will help the restaurant and become something really big. And maybe, for all I know, it might be already big. We still have a little time left. We'd love to hear from you. Got any? Got a minute? Had anything good lately? Tell me about it, would you? Uh, by the way, the guy who just called up about that Chinese restaurant in uh, Covington, someone called us and said the name of it is the Golden China. And it's on, oh gosh, I don't know the name of that street, but it's right next to Lowe's on uh, Causeway Boulevard. And it's, uh, there's a, a Whitney, or what used to be the Whitney Bank. It's now the, what, what do they call it now? The, uh, anyway, the bank right there. And then right behind it in the same parking area. It used to be a Mexican restaurant. Went there pretty often, actually. And now it's a Chinese restaurant. Well, that'll be welcome. Although, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to get past Trey Yen, uh, to, to me. Uh, there have never been a lot of Chinese restaurants around uh, on the North Shore. But uh, it's hard to get a, you know, it's hard to compete with the Trey Yen. They're just, they've always been so good. Got any, anybody have any good uh, secret restaurants that you've not been telling anybody about because you think uh, everybody will go and then you won't have a secret anymore and, and then you won't be able to get a table anymore? But none of that is true. None of that will happen. What you do when you tell the, the, the world, as you do when you call us, uh, about a restaurant that you really liked, you're doing that restaurant a big favor. Believe it. Tell the uh, tell the owner that you were the guy who called and, and said how good it was, whatever it is, and watch the smile on his face. They love hearing about things like that. So, uh, so why not? Uh, I get a big kick out of it, and I've been doing it for a long time, telling about good restaurants. There are plenty of them. 2606368. Anybody been to any Revion menus yet? I know a lot of people go because they're always all over the place, and uh, 
nice to see that. It has grown year after year. When, for the first 10 years or so, nobody knew exactly what to make of it. They thought you'd go there and you'd get these dishes that would be weird and uh, things you didn't eat. You know, there are a lot of people who are very picky about what they eat. And uh, I guess maybe we all are, even if we... You know, it's funny, the people who uh, are the most likely to be called gourmets uh, are the pickiest of all. And then there are people who just don't touch. I remember a girlfriend a long time ago. Uh, she had uh, a desire for eating beef that was cooked so much that, first of all, they'd have to start with butterflying. If this is where you cut the steak across the, the bias, and then you just kind of spread it out, and you put it on a real hot grill until it is uh, it's, uh, just a— like a chip. Oh, and she didn't eat any salad dressings that were white. I don't, I don't know why. Well, uh, tomorrow we will broadcast from Drago's in, cover, in uh, I'm, I'm getting all my places wrong, Lafayette. And uh, it'll be a normal show, but we'll be over there and we'll find out what they got planned for that location. It'll be interesting to see. Have a good dinner. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.